Hello there, and thanks for joining me today on the podcast, Mother's Day. For most of us, we celebrated the life and the service and our affection for our mothers uh, today as a, in some form, whether that be with a meal or a special gift or a special phone call, a card, a letter, a text message, an email message, or whatever it might be. Today, we set aside a brief period of our day to recognize the mother of our life. You know, most of us did so without really an appreciation for the history of today and why we celebrate Mother's Day. You know, no matter what your age, no matter what it is, you'll always need your mother. Now, it was in 1914 that President Woodrow Wilson signed a bill designating the second Sunday in May as the legal holiday to be called Mother's Day. It was dedicated, according to President Wilson, dedicated to the best mother in the world, your mother. Well, for the first few years after that, we recognized Mother's Day as a legal holiday. Kids were off of school, work stopped, and we recognized the day for mother. And uh, we have done so in absolute simplicity and reverence over the years. Church services were generally held on Mother's Day to honor all mothers, whether they be living or dead. But you know, Mother's Day has a long history, as many things do. The Greeks paid annual homage to Cybele. She was the mother figure of their gods. The Romans dedicated the annual spring festival to the mother of their gods. So you see, there's always been this sense of motherhood and mothering in the life of all of us, Greeks and Romans and beyond. It was in the 16th century in England. A celebration was called Mothering Sunday. It was a Sunday set aside, not necessarily any particular Sunday, but it was a Sunday set aside to visit your mother. Now, usually what happened in the tradition is that the eldest son or daughter would bring a mothering cake, and this cake would be then cut up and shared with the entire family. Family reunions were often held on that particular day with sons and daughters assuming all household duties and preparing a special dinner in honor of their mother. Sometimes during the day, sometime during the day, the mother would attend a special church service with her family. But then we move on into 1905. The mother uh, by the name of Anna Jarvis wished to memorialize her life and started campaigning for a national day to honor all mothers. And that eventually led to President Wilson signing the Declaration of the Second Sunday in May as Mother's Day. Well, Anna Jarvis had a mother who was known as Mother Jarvis. She was a young Appalachian homemaker and lifelong activist who had organized Mother's Work Days to save the lives of those dying from polluted water in Appalachia. During the Civil War, Mother Jarvis had also organized women brigades, encouraging women to help without regard for which side their men had chosen. At that time, there were many special days for men, but there were very few special days for women, and particularly mothers. So the name of Jarvis, Anna Jarvis, the daughter kind of brought it to our attention, but it was her mother that really established the idea of mothers 
being honored, mothers being revered, and mothers being upheld for the work they do, special work they do, and particularly the work they had done and contributed to the Civil War. And on May 10, 1908, Mother's Day services were held at the church in Grafton, West Virginia. That's where Anna Mother's or Anna Jarvis's mother had taught school. Thus was born the idea that the second Sunday in May be set aside to honor all mothers, dead or alive. And then we have President Wilson, who comes along in 1914 and designates that day as Mother's Day. So you see, yes, there was a long history. And there are many ways in which mothers have been recognized and honored, revered, held up, and appreciated. And that's where he tried to identify and tried to capture really the idea of a mother in our life, the role she played, the contribution she made to each of us, the sacrifice that she put forth for her own safety and for her own good, for the good of all of us, for the good of her children particularly, a mother's hand. You know, it's the mother's hand, the base on which we grow up, based on which we mature as individuals. And we want to recognize that person that contributed to our own maturity, to our own life, toward the quality of our life, and what we have become as a result of the love and affection and concern and interest and support of our mother. So Dave Gronland captured it in a cartoon in which he put forth the hands of mothers with the following captions, soothing, caressing, teaching, guiding, comforting, loving, nurturing, consoling, calming. And you could add a number of other adjectives. Praising, praying, supportive, affirming, and on and on we can go. Identifying the role of a mother in our life, the contribution of a mother in our life, the way in which we matured and grew and became a full person as a result of our own mother's contributions in our life. So we usually don't think of mother's hands when we think of Mother's Day, but it's actually her hands that bring soothing, bring caressment, bring teaching, bring guiding, bring support and love and calm and console consoling efforts and nurturing ways into our life. So appreciate your mom. Appreciate what you have become as a result of her. Fair out the contribution she made as compared to the contribution that other people made in your life. And I'm sure when you do that, you'll come up with other words than just what Dave Grunlin had in his capture of his cartoon. So it's Mother's Hands. So make sure you have expressed your appreciation. Make sure that you reflect on the mother of your life. And make sure that you make amends if those are needed. You may need to say you're sorry. You may need to ask for forgiveness. You may need to kind of make come to terms with your mother in many areas of your life so that you can move forward in peace and love and care and without feeling guilty. So make amends if you need it but certainly express your appreciation 
that's needed very much as well. Well, anyway, good to have you with me on the uh, podcast today. Go to my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com. Pick up the book, Doctor, Teach Me to Parent. And in there I discuss the role of the mother in the parenting process. And there will be lots of ideas there that you can use to become an effective mother, but also ways in which you can appreciate the mother that you had and her role in your life. It's positive, and make sure that you have opportunity to express it. If you don't do it today, do it soon. Bye for now.